While the world is quick to tell you all that it's against, Uptown Church wants you to know where for. We're for doing what's right and fixing what's wrong. We're for lifting up prayers and breaking down barriers. We're for the brightest, boldest, loneliest, finest, and most flawed among us. And most importantly, we're for you. Uptown Church. In the city. For the city. Amen. Good morning. How are you today? Well, you picked a great Sunday to be in church. Let me just say that. It is so good, friends, to see you here today. If I haven't gotten a chance to meet you, my name is Joy Gonzalez, and I'm the campus pastor here, and have had the immense privilege of being the campus pastor here for the past two years, which we are celebrating here today. Amen. And I can tell you, I, I still get overwhelmed walking onto the stage after that video. And it's gonna be a long service <laughs> um, today. I still get overwhelmed every time I walk out into this room and see what God has done. Because this is something only, only God could do. I remember the very first thing I thought of the first time I walked out here when we opened our doors on January 6, 2021, at the height of a pandemic, at the height of national unrest and so much going on in the world. It happened to be the coldest day of the year in Dallas and there was slushy snow coming down kind of like this past week and thinking, one, is anyone going to be out there when I come out there? <laughs> And, and just being overwhelmed. And the first thing that I remember thinking is this. If you don't believe or ever doubted that there was a God, if you ever wondered if God was up to anything good in this world, here was the proof. This, the people in this room gathered here then and gathered here today is the proof for me that God is real and that God is working and that God is good. And no matter what is going on in this world, God has not given up on it yet. Amen? And I remember thinking one other thought as I came out here and saw this room of people, many behind masks, that I didn't know Wondering, God, what are you up to? Will this crazy idea that we had a year and a half ago really come to fruition? God, can it really be in such a crazy season and time in the world and in our lives and in our city? And I remember looking out at this room and thinking, this is the church. This is what God had in mind. You. Because 2,000 years ago, when Jesus entrusted the message of God and the mission of God in the world to a group of people to carry it on post his resurrection, Jesus didn't have dreams of a building, a really cool service, a cool worship venue. He didn't have dreams of launching the best, most complex nonprofit organization in every continent in the world. No, when Jesus entrusted a group of people with the mission of God, 
Jesus dreamt of us. He dreamt of a group of people who would struggle together, who would succeed together, who would strive together, share life together, and in all of its ups and downs, continue to remember and raise the banner that God is with us because God is for us. As I come out today, two years later, that has never been more true. And as I step on this stage today, God is still up to good news and goodness in the world. And friends, you are, you are what God had in mind. You are the church. This right here, this is not a church service. You are the church. You're exactly what God had in mind for Dallas. You are exactly what God had in mind for the hope of the world. And it has been the greatest privilege, one of the greatest privileges of my life in the past two years to be in community and in relationship and partnership with you here at Uptown Church. So I just want to say on behalf of Elizabeth, on behalf of our entire Uptown Church team, and on behalf of myself, thank you. Thank you for being the church, and happy, happy birthday. Amen. Now, I have to, to be honest with you, I am... Um, me, as a person leading a birthday celebration, they don't tell you how to do that in seminary. Um, in fact, in all the theological education you go through, you don't learn the Greek word for party or the Hebrew word. You don't learn how to plan events and parties. So I'm probably the worst person to plan a party, especially since my um, son, when he turned four this year, I looked at my husband and said, you know, if we get him a bigger gift, can we skip like the cake and the kids and all the chaos? And he was like, sounds good to me. So it didn't go over well. <laughs> it turns out four-year-olds like parties. So it's a little ironic that I, I'm up here leading a celebration for us today with my lack of party experience. But the one thing I love about birthdays, and has always been special to me and to my family, our birthday cards. Anybody like a good birthday card? Okay, I, I don't want you to sing to me. Like, don't put me with a sombrero on my head in the middle of a restaurant with people clapping and singing. Nope. Don't, you don't even have to buy me, like, expensive, nice gifts. But it isn't, I haven't celebrated my birthday, or it isn't a gift until there's a card because there's something about getting a card with, from somebody you love or giving a card to somebody you love and being able to express why you're so happy it's their birthday. Because you're not so happy that they made it another year. Most of us aren't shocked that our friends stayed alive for a year, right? Many of us are like, we figured you would, good for you. So we don't celebrate that we just stayed alive another year, another 365. But oftentimes what that card really says and represents is that you 
are special to me. It celebrates the year, another year of relationship, another year of joy, another year of ups and downs, all of what life brings, and that we've gotten to share it together. And the great, great hope that we get to spend the next year doing the same thing. So I thought today, what would I, if I could write a card to each one of you, what would I say? If I could write a card to Uptown Church, what would I want to share with you on your birthday? Because this is your birthday. This is our birthday, our milestone. We've done this together, and the church is not all of this. It's you and me. It's the relationships that we have built, the life we have shared in two years that is worth celebrating. And as I thought about what, what I would say in that card, there were a lot of tissues involved, might be today as well. But the words of a man named Paul, a fellow church planter, if you know the Apostle Paul, he, after the Jesus movement, went and spread the message of Christ and started churches all over the Mediterranean basin. And he would write them letters to encourage them. And there is this one letter that he writes to the Philippian church that when I read it captured how I feel about you, how I feel about this community and the words that I would want to write and say to you. He was a little bit more eloquent than I can be at times. And Paul, he, he goes to the church and we don't know the occasion of this letter. We don't know if it was their birthday or if something happened in the church, so he's writing it. We don't know why he writes this letter to the Philippian church, no context. Maybe it was an anniversary. But he says this, and in his words, I find my own. Church, I thank my God for you every time I think of you. In all of my prayers, for each and every one of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to God. When I think over what the past year has been, in the last two years, of the coffees, the breakfast, the lunch, the walks and runs on the Katy Trail, the conversations that we've had, the moments we've shared together, crying together, praying together. I give thanks to God and am overwhelmed with joy at the thought that God would be so good to me, to us, that God would join our hearts together in walking out this life, every time that I pray for you, I give thanks to God and I'm overwhelmed because I've not ever met in my life a finer group of people than you. I had no idea two and a half, almost three years ago, when we were first dreaming of Uptown Church and I lived in my condo right across the street and looked down at this music venue, I had no idea what God had in store. I was so naive. One, it was before the pandemic and I thought, oh, it's gonna be so easy to open a church. <laughs> yeah, it's not easy. 
but I had no idea. I, I was naive to fill my dreams with thoughts of, oh, cool worship. It's going to be such an awesome venue. What a cool place. But what I underestimated and what God has every week surprised and overwhelmed me with is you. That this church isn't about this place, but that the people make the place. And you are some of the most amazing, wonderful people in Dallas. Your heart for one another, the way you've prayed for me, for my family, for others, the way you have embraced people you didn't know before this place and come into this place and made it a community, not a service, not an institution, not an organization, but a community of people. And how bold this community is and how brave it is because when I think about you, when I think about us, what I recognize and realize is that we and many of us haven't been to a church maybe ever in our lives before or you hadn't been to a church in years and maybe walked out of a church and said, I will never go back and God stirred something in your heart, something, and you were brave and bold enough to walk into these walls, to walk into this place, to follow that hunch and that leading, it, despite past experiences maybe telling you otherwise. You were brave and bold enough to open your heart and your mind again, to believe again that God could do it that God knew you by name and that God would show up for you even if past experience proved otherwise. I have so much joy because of our partnership in this and coming together. Every week you come into this place and you serve you hold up signs. People get here at 6.45 a.m. to roll in these cases to teach our children the way every single time somebody new in this community comes, you greet them like you are ready and waiting for them, knowing that God is ready and waiting for them. It is, it, it's incredible. And Paul goes on to say this, and it, it captures so much of what God has stirred up in me and being here is this idea that I am still confident, being confident of this, that God who begun a good work in you will carry it on until completion, until the day of Jesus Christ. That God has started something in you, in your life, that God is still carrying on and still working in and through you, that God is not done with you yet. And I know there are some of you that this year has not, not made you feel very confident that much good is happening. But I am confident of this. God keeps showing up here. God keeps showing up in our lives and God is still on the move. And that if we are breathing, if we are awake, if we are alive, God is still working in us 
to work not just in us, but through us to bless Dallas and beyond, that God will bring it to completion. In fact, Paul's words here echo a man who spoke centuries before Paul wrote to this church. And he says this to the church. He says, for there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end and it does not lie. Even if it seems to linger, wait for it. For surely it will come. It will not delay. Paul picks up these words from Habakkuk centuries earlier and says, no, no, no. If God gave you a vision for your life, if God called you, God won't abandon you. And some of us in this room can attest and say, yes, I can celebrate that today because I have seen that. Some of us are still longing and hoping for that. But I know and believe that's God's promise to us, that God who began the work will be the one who is faithful to complete that work. If you, you're still new to Uptown Church, and you might say, well, that's not, this is my first time here, you know, I haven't been in this community, and you're writing words or saying words to me. I don't know if I fit in that. I don't know if this is for me. Let me say this. Have you ever been so compelled by the dream of a future relationship? Have you ever been so compelled and excited maybe to build your family, to have kids someday, and by that dream that it fuels you? Have you ever been so captivated by the idea of a relationship that you know you can be at some point, that you hope for it, you believe for it? That, that's how we feel about you. It might be your first time, we may not know you, but we are already captivated by the idea of you and the dream of being in relationship and community with you. Because in two years, we've seen the goodness of God amongst each other. And if you want that and need that, that is what we're living into and believing and hoping and dreaming for with you. I wanna close my thoughts with these closing words that Paul says. He says, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in the knowledge and depth of insight, that you may be able to continue to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless as we approach the day of Christ. Friends, that's my prayer for you, for us, that we may abound more and more in our love for each other, that we would continue to grow in being for each other, but then our love would abound and expand outside of just this community and reach more and more people, that we wouldn't be not only for each other, but that we would be for the city of Dallas. And whenever people thought of Uptown Church, they said those are the people who are for not only each other, and love each other, and care for each other, and walk this life with each other, but they are for this city, that we would become the biggest fans Dallas has ever seen, that we would give Dallas Cowboys fans a run for their money, baby, that we would love Dallas more than the Dallas Cowboys love Dallas, okay? 
that we would be those people that love this city, that we would embrace this idea of knowing that what starts with us is never intended to stop with us, that God may have started it with you and me, but God has the whole city of Dallas in mind, and until everyone knows We keep loving, we keep going, and we keep raising the banner that while the world may tell you all that it's against, even you, we are for you because God is for you. That we would be that community that serves our neighbors with compassion, continue serving our homeless population in Dallas. That we would continue with habitat builds and serving meals at Austin Street and City Square and doing supply drives to help refugees services of Texas. Because we would be a people whose love has expanded and abounded and knows this. That when what God has done in me when what God has done in us is allowed to flow through me, when it is allowed to flow through us, then our life counts for more than just us. May your love abound. May we be more for each other in the next two and 22 years than we've been in the last two. And may we be more for this city and for Dallas than we have ever, ever been. I love you, Uptown Church. And the greatest, greatest privilege is not only being your pastor, but getting to see the way God is moving in your life. And the best, like Elizabeth said, the best is still yet to come because we haven't scratched the surface on how deep and how wide the love and heart of God is for this city and beyond. Amen. Thanks for listening today. Want to connect with Uptown Church? Visit UptownChurchDallas.org or follow us on Instagram. And be sure to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. for in-person worship at House of Blues in Dallas. God is with you. God is for you. Go in peace.